0: Pray to me, Tell me to your bed.
1: everyone and welcome to the Bedpost Podcast. I, of course, am your host, Aaron Pem. And what I like to do here on the pod is bring fun and sexy guests into the studio to have conversations about sex and sexuality with me. And obviously, it is still COVID times. It is going to be COVID times for quite a while. So I'm doing a bunch of remote interviews. So uh, this person today is actually from Toronto, probably not super far away from me geographically. However, we are here on uh, on Clean Feed, which is the new way I'm doing my pod. I hope you've been enjoying kind of this quality that we're bringing here <laughs> or something. I don't know. So for today, I'm very excited because uh, we have a new podcast, maybe like this was a couple months ago or a month Ago, COVID just makes everything seem really weird time-wise. Anyways, there is a new podcast on our podcasting network, the Sonar Network. This podcast is the Immigrant Section. So I'm so happy to introduce the host of the Immigrant Section podcast, Toronto comedian, Abbas Wahab. Hey, Abbas.
0: Hey, Erin. Thanks for having me.
1: My absolute pleasure.
0: Can I just say that I didn't Mm -hmm. know, and I'm very flattered that Sexy was a prerequisite. I didn't know that. (laughs) Just for the listeners, I did not know that, and I'm flattered.
1: (laughs) Apparently, you're fun and sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I'm like, okay, fun, that's a given, but sexy, I didn't know that was. (laughs) Hell yeah, I like this. I like how this is kicking off.
1: (laughs) I like with flirting, just right away, just flirting. (laughs) My sexy guest, a (laughs) boss.
0: Fun. uh, Yeah, but then there was a, and then I thought I was going to hop in any second. Yeah. (laughs) And then it extended. I have the same thing at the beginning of mine.
1: Cool. Um, What I loved uh, was that, you know, not every person that isn't like a sex worker or in the sex industry or like openly, you know, kinky or sex positive, not not everybody loves to come on my podcast. And I've had a lot of rejections. Uh, when I asked people to come on my podcast, so I was so pleased when you joined the network, and right away uh, the folks at Sonar were like, "Oh, by the way, a boss wants to like he's open to coming on your show." I was just like, "Hooray!"
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. With oh, without a doubt, there isn't like I said, I there's really no red tape that there. I didn't come to the network and be like, "Okay, I want to avoid all these X type of shows," right. I really wanted to join a collective and embrace it. To be honest, all I knew about you was that your name was Aaron and you had this podcast on the network that was sex positive. Right. Yeah. But I had no idea you were a sex worker. So
1: I this is really am.
0: interesting because now I have a lot of questions. I, I think,
1: mean, <laughs> I mean, this is interview flip. can go both ways. This is
0: going to flip. <laughs>
1: yeah, I go both ways. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah. A lot of, I, I like a, the puns
0: i like the puns yeah in a lot of yes. different
1: meanings like i'm i'm bi but i'm also a switch actually i'm teaching a class next What's week What's a switch A switch is like you're dominant but you you do dominance and you also do submissions so i'm teaching a class next week on that actually
0: damn that's so crazy I,
1: I do both i do a that's lot of really both cool. things
0: <laughs> you're maybe the most uh uh sexually positive like leader you're almost like a uh, in my eyes you're a leader in this industry Aww. for having this podcast right because this is my first exposure to it like this type of conversation i'll be honest
1: oh my god i'm so excited then to yeah. pop your cherry yes yeah, yes yeah.
0: <laughs> the puns do not stop i <laughs> love it keep on coming
1: keep on coming get it um so okay, okay. <laughs> you're like okay. That's like Aaron, That's Okay, okay. <laughs> all right. So a I, boss was born, has left I was I was. So,
0: yeah, so, yeah. Right. So so I can I tell you my immigration story?
1: Yes, please. Yes, please. Yay. <laughs> no, uh,
0: I'm kidding. I'm I, I'm actually I was born in Canada. My podcast is a huge scam. <laughs> <laughs> Don't that's tell funny. anyone. Okay, that's funny. I, I feel like we have different listeners, and I just want to be honest on this end. Okay.
1: <laughs> I appreciate. No, that. I'm
0: kidding. No, I'm kidding. I am born in Sudan, but I came to Canada when I was six. So I kind of, I'm like, can I consider myself a Canadian, right? Okay. I'm a Canadian, I'm Sudanese, Canadian, whatever. Uh, but yeah, I mean, when I went to Sudan the first couple times is when I realized just how fucking Canadian I am, you know what I mean?
1: Right. Actually, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> uh, please, please elaborate.
0: Pretty much moved here, like I said, when I was six, uh, big family, you know, really grew up in like the subsidized housing community, but then grew up here in like London, Ontario. I don't know if you're familiar with London.
1: I am. My parents live just outside of London. My parents are in Grand Bend.
0: Grand band, okay, they live right by the water. Hell yeah, local It's nice to go there in the summer, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we're giving a treat to the Ontario listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little tidbit for
1: (laughs) (laughs) y'all. To make them feel included, you know.
0: (laughs) But I grew up in London, and London is like 90 plus percent white, right? So I grew up in a really white community, so I grew up... That's how I grew up, and I always thought I was really Sudanese because I felt different, I didn't really... Uh, I I was trying to fit in as much as possible. But when I every five or six years, my parents would put the money together to take us back to Sudan for the summer, like two, three months. Amazing. And yeah, really cool. But when I was there, I realized just how Canadian I was. I'm just like being really pesty about Wi-Fi and Internet (laughs) connection.
1: You know That's what funny.
0: I mean? I don't want to go to the villages to meet my cousins because I'm like I know there's no internet cafe out. I just realized just like how like privileged I really became. Yeah. Just by bringing me here. But then, anyways, long story short, I grew up here. I studied engineering. I because you know the immigrant options, engineering or doctor, right? Okay. Yeah. Those are the your options as a an immigrant. And yes. I chose engineering. I chose less schooling. I went with B. <laughs> yeah, backup plan. Yeah, uh, I swear to you. At one point, if you asked me why I was an engineer, I would literally honestly be like, "Cause I don't want to be a doctor."
1: Wow. Yeah, that's imagine- very interesting.
0: Yeah, a very regimented like path of what your options are. But anyways, did engineering, got the degree, went to uh, the states for three years as an engineer. Oh, okay lived in detroit and san francisco was an engineer hated i hated it all along but i i I wasn't honest about it you know i Mm. i was almost living their dream right Mm. did the degree got the job and then pretty much said oh screw all this i luckily lost my job in san francisco i moved back and at that point i'd already been doing stand-up at night office by day stand-up by night for like a year and then when i moved back to canada and like 2016 i uh i pretty much went fully into stand-up and started my podcast like a year ago so now i haven't done any engineering in years i'm just like a self-identified comic who makes no money so i mean it's... i
1: mean that's that's without still, saying you don't yeah, have to exactly. even say that part yeah, but exactly. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah yeah exactly
0: you're like that was implied continue yeah
1: exactly yeah, you're like I'm, I'm
0: waiting for another pun opportunity. Can you keep <laughs> yeah, talking? Yeah, just come I give it to me.
1: Just keep just vamp. <laughs> there
0: you go. You took it regardless. You made <laughs> I like that you made the opportunity.
1: Yeah, I'm a I like I'm kind of connected to the comedy community. Obviously through Sonar, it is like mostly a comedy network, like comedians doing kind of a variety of different things, talking on a variety of different topics. But my husband is um in the improv scene. Like he produces a lot of big uh, shows uh doing improv sure. so I see a lot of comedy so much comedy
0: yeah absolutely I had no idea uh, is he in the stand-up at all a you name no. drop I don't know it's... Matt McCready second... Mac McCready I did yeah. Second City all of their Second City improv classes
1: yeah very good yeah, who's so... your teacher uh
0: <sighs> OK, it was OK. See, now I
1: see now I'm putting you on the spot. This is the hard hitting yeah. interview questions yeah, exactly. I was talking about. They're like,
0: yeah, they are people at home like he's not charming at all. <laughs> 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 he doesn't even remember their names and he loved it. He's a prick. Oh, God, I'm losing him. I, you know, can I just do a side? Have you gone live? Aaron, have you gone live on Instagram at all this COVID?
1: um not on instagram but i did the bad dog tv live stream like for for my podcast so i recently i'm just editing the episode now but it was live like on their can thing
0: I, can i ask you th- on their platform <laughs> did it show you a live number of audience members fluctuating up and down
1: no thank god
0: <laughs> on on instagram live you can see it? It, sh- it shows you the number oh, and how it cruel. is for if you <laughs> Yeah, if you are an anxious person, it is. And like trying to be a content creator.
1: I lost them. I lost them. (laughs) Yeah, oh
0: God, they don't like my personal. They don't like my my truest childhood moments. (laughs) I should get back to something
1: else when i watch instagram live stories um like sometimes i'll want to like i click on another window on my phone like like i retrieve a text or something and then it it shows that i left i hate that because no 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 i'm i was like i was just checking that text i like and then i come back i always feel like such an idiot for accidentally leaving an instagram live because you can't see it right
0: just in case you have any of your listener bases involved with Instagram at all, give an option to remove the numbers. <gasps> oh, give that God. option. I, for, for someone, I had to train myself. I was doing it every week with someone. Yeah. And I'd have to train myself to not look at it. Cause I realized that. How bad, how harmful I, it is. How yeah, much it affects yeah, like, it your presentation. It shouldn't at all. Yeah. You change everything you talk. Like I pretend I'm not, but. I look at it going up or down, and I adjust. It's distracting. Yeah, Yeah. you adjust.
1: It's distracting you from what you're talking about. Yeah, I can imagine. My God, that's a great tip because um, I'm wanting to do more of that. It's kind of hard with sex-based stuff because Instagram absolutely fucking hates, well, just in general, like women's bodies. But also, like, any conversation around sex, even if it's, like, in a sex education context, they just don't want it on Instagram. So I'm always, like, a little... Um, trepidatious to, like, do stuff like that, but I want to get involved in that a little bit. Um, Like, do a light version of some of the topics. So I really do appreciate those tips, because that would drive me nuts.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not an option, from what I understand, to remove that, but (laughs) just... You know, just don't be disheartened. Try to like, just try to not look at that top right or top. Put left a little or bit of tape. A Put tape. a little
1: piece of tape on, on. your
0: Honestly, that'd be a good idea.
1: <laughs> that like that's that.
0: actually a that's probably the best idea.
1: So, have we vamped enough for you to think of your second city teacher or no?
0: <laughs> no, I mean that's that's gone. That's long gone. That is long gone.
1: <laughs> so okay, I have a question. Can you get?
0: Yeah, well, I still don't really. You, you've just mentioned sex work and all this stuff, and I still can. You give me the same type definitely. of background I just gave you.
1: Yeah, most definitely. Um, basically, I uh, for a small period of time I owned a restaurant. I've been in restaurant work Ooh. my whole life, um, with the goal of like opening my own space and doing that sort of a thing. So. I did run that out and I live, I was in my own space and through actually a comedian, um, we started kind of collaborating on a zine and he was like... What's a um, zine? uh, It's like, it's a magazine, essentially, like an online magazine.
0: Damn, okay. Yeah.
1: So like, I I was a writer, (laughs) I went to school for for, um, performance and for writing. So, so
0: there's going to be a lot of jargon I don't know.
1: <laughs> there's going to be a lot
0: of words that you're not privy no, to. No, no,
1: no, not at all, not at all. I didn't say I was no, a good okay. writer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he was like, uh, he actually asked me, like, would you write like an erotica story? Wouldn't that be funny? Like if just it's mostly comedy pieces and then there's like a legit like really dirty erotica story and there's, and you're reading it and you're just like waiting for the joke and there isn't one and you're just horny. Wasn't that like a funny kind of punk for the reader? And I'm like, sure. So I wrote like an erotica story for that. um, Every month that that zine was coming out. And then I just really enjoyed it. And this is maybe like 10 years ago or maybe more than that. I have Um, a
0: really funny erotica story that uh, that that hilarious I uh, said long story short <laughs> the second time I went to Sudan I used a huge Harry Potter fan my whole life yes second time I go to Sudan again the story all hilariously connects i'm in the villages i I go to the nearest town and to go to the internet cafe yeah because deathly hollows just came out okay so I'm trying to find it online like a pdf i'm downloading everything I can find online right Okay. And I find a copy. I'm like, sick. So I read it, and it's like incredible, right? <laughs> it's it's seven. I swear to God, this is a true story. It's like 750 pages. I re- I'm in the villages. It's fan fiction.
1: It's, it's Harry Potter Wait. fanfic.
0: I come back to London, Ontario, <laughs> two months later. I go to an Indigo. I'm like, whoa, Deathly Hallows. It's bulked out at the end of an aisle. I start flicking through it. I'm like, yo, I never read this ever. and And I'm like... <laughs> And I swear to God, I swear to God, it was pure erotica. <laughs> I swear to you, Aaron, the whole time for 750 <laughs> pages, I was like, JK took a weird turn with this one.
1: You're like, but I can dig it. Okay, I'm into it. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. I, oh, I no.
0: swear to God, I was oh God. it was all I needed. I'm telling you, everyone was doing everyone. <laughs> but 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 it was amazingly written it tied i uh, having read every other book it tied everything like the community the community to be involved with this it was incredible like i read every other book think about that and they fooled me
1: oh my god but i was
0: like wow they really turned up the sex stuff holy fuck (laughs)
1: I wish we could promote this author. I wish we knew their name. I swear,
0: I've looked, I've told the story, and I've looked back at my old, but it was a Toshiba laptop, so naturally it it lit on fire eight months after I got it. It
1: exploded.
0: (laughs) Naturally, right?
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so funny. Thank you for telling that. Um, Okay.
0: But all right. So that was 10 years ago. You've been writing for that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that was like the beginning of that. And then I was writing more and more. And then I got published a bunch because I like accumulated a huge portfolio. So I hadn't gotten published at any of my previous writing, which was what I was trying to do at the time and then I was really um getting published a whole bunch um like I have like a dozen over a dozen publications at this point uh for erotica so I just got like and you go by lady pym uh that's my dominatrix name yeah I'm a professional dominatrix so do you have a pen name uh, no, I always just went by Aaron Pym. I just kept my okay. own name. I was like, whatever, I don't care.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're like, I don't want to, I don't need a name manager. I'll stick to like, no. Just like, once you do like a thir- the third one, it changes every time. <laughs>
1: oh, totally. And like Lady Pym is also like, that's my legit last name. Like, for, I don't know, I just felt like all my identities are kind of woven together. Because after doing erotica, then I started the bedpost stage show. Um, and then I started the podcast. So sex was s- associated with my name, my real name anyways. So when I started my sex work career, I was like, well, I'm just going to pretty much keep my name uh, again. Yet again, I'll just go with Lady Pim, you know, because it's like an honorific for a dominatrix.
0: Yeah, it sounds like, um, you know, the burlesque house in The Simpsons episode, that lady, Madam yeah. something. Exactly. That's Lady Pym would be the lead like burlesque lady and like a she burlesque. would be
1: the headliner. yeah of yeah that. Exactly. Yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, totally. <laughs> so that's basically it. like I I just got really involved with like doing a bunch of different sexy things. I worked at a sex toy shop for a while. I did Any burlesque. From that? yeah, and <laughs> then like, oh oh, too many. <laughs> like not it was not a great experience.
0: <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, it's not wasn't. a cherished memory. No, not really,
1: not really. Oh, you got paid just like crap. I don't know if you've ever worked retail, but it's a lot more Uh, like retail than like some sort of sexy. Like I was like, oh, I can help people like find their sexuality. It was not like that. It was a retail job.
0: <laughs> yeah, really? Really? You were just price matching the whole time?
1: I swear to God. Here I was like, because I wanted to be like a sex educator, right? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, this is like a good way for me to start with that because people come in and like I'll help them like troubleshoot stuff and I'll help you, you know, just like validate their experiences. Oh my God, what is, was it so much not like that?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like uh, this. Pro- this skew ripped off. Can can you figure out what the skew number is on this? Oh, do, do you price match? Sex Sex is us down the street. They price match. Do you do you price match?
1: They were like, there was like stag shop down the street, and people would ask us to price match constantly. I'm like, just fuck oh, off. I,
0: I worked at Best Buy for two years as a little camera sales little yeah. prick at like 16 years old. A little just little, just fun old time but uh our whole thing was yeah yeah we'll price match you so we had so so many people come in and be like you you price match right like
1: <laughs> so that's your retail memory it's all I about price constant matching
0: price matching and t- and people you don't like you're like no we don't price match <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah you've been a prick you've been a prick
0: all day sir you you've been unpleasant since you came in I don't price match
1: Oh, totally. I mean, that's sex work what in, do a nu- in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> what like, do you mean you
0: don't price back?
1: Yeah, anybody that's being an asshole, like trying to get your, you know, purchase content from you or, you know, trying to book a session with you. Anyone that's being an asshole, like the rules completely change for this person, you know. It's the same way because sex work is like a lot like customer service as well, actually. Like it's more like customer service than you might think. Um, especially if you're, like, booking and screening your own people. Like, you don't have a third party to do that. It's a lot like customer service. Damn. Yeah.
0: I, from what I understand, so, it, like, this is just how maybe uneducated I am, but what are the laws? Like, is this, is it like, Canada? Uh, yeah, is this, like, I thought I was under the impression that it wasn't legalized in all these places, like this continent.
1: That is true. Um, there are a lot of really weird conflicting laws about sex yeah. work in Canada. Yeah. Um, like for instance, it is the thing I'm trying to think of like, cause it's really weird and specific. It's legal to, um, engage in sex work as a worker. Okay. Um, like it's to sell sex work that's legal, but it is illegal to purchase sex work services like this is full service sex work talking about so like actual having sex with clients which is something I don't do but um so it's legal to sell it illegal to buy it illegal to do it anywhere because it's considered a body house it's illegal to have a body house so but that doesn't have to be a house or like you know a a space of some sort like in an apartment like that can mean your car so you can't do it anywhere. They so it can't buy like... it, but you can sell it. So it's just like, wait, what? Like, but that, yeah,
0: you, you said all that is for sex specifically, and you don't do that.
1: Yeah, I do. I do non-sexual domination. So there are so, some sexual elements to it, but not full service. So that just, just means a... I don't. Yeah. I um, stay fully clothed. So I like use my hands. Um, I use toys. I use wow. strap-ons, but I don't take off my clothes at any point. I don't use like my mouth at any point, but I touch the client a lot. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Inside and out.
0: <laughs> is it is there a big a community of people doing what you're doing in Toronto?
1: Big, huge. Yeah. Like how, like lot. the numbers. Do you, oh my God. do you have an idea? Like I'm just personally connected to like maybe 40. Like I'm good friends with like 40 other trauma Toronto, Toronto doms. And there are hundreds for sure.
0: And is it for like a dom is it to, is it normal to have like a, a job and then your DOM is like other hours because it's flexible or yeah, do they for only some people. do dumb
1: no no there's all it can look so many different ways like for me i've done both of those things i've had a job while doing it i've just done sex work i've done different types of sex work so i'll do it online so right now obviously i'm doing for the past four months i've been doing it all online so like via Hell video yes. sessions, phone sessions, texting sessions, I and do custom it? content. I love it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So you're living the dream. That's exactly it. As an artist, I applaud what you're doing. You I'm know an
1: independent. I mean? I'm, I'm, it, that's totally it. Like, and yeah. it is, it is really it's creative. It's the same like, thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's very similar to, for sure.
0: It's putting yourself out there. It's like, it's, it's your name and, and like, um, essentially leveraging the thing you like doing. Right.
1: Totally. Yeah. What you're passionate about. Right.
0: That's really cool. So, so what kind of? I'm just thinking about it as like, <laughs> you could pay. I'm like salvating at the idea of doing this and paying all your rent, paying and living comfortably just from those hours.
1: I know, right? It's and, pretty and, and, sweet.
0: And you can deny the client's request.
1: Yes, you can. I do. And it's,
0: so you, your the door you leave open is opens and closes to your discretion.
1: A hundred percent. And, especially and as a pay- dom. That's amazing. Like not wow. that other not that other sex workers don't have limits and boundaries cuz they absolutely need to and do. But uh, as imagine. a dom, you kind of have a little bit more leeway, I find at least in my experience to be really strict and stern about what clients you will, like, allow to, to yeah. serve you, yeah. you know, because dominatrixes are generally known to be, like, mean, right? So you can kind of be a little meaner and get away with it, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> That's so interesting. That's so so what, is this, what is the number one requested thing?
1: Pegging. Pegging uh, is when
0: you get a dildo, right? Yeah. In the booty.
1: Yes. Yeah. When typically when like a cis male (laughs) receives a dildo. Yes. Um,
0: what's cis is like,
1: they're not trans essentially. They're not on the, so a
0: traditional male kind of thing, right?
1: Uh, by the traditional
0: context of the, of the word.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's what I
0: mean. I'm not, yeah. 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 Yeah, I
1: wouldn't use that word, but I know I I get what you're saying and yes. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. So that, um, I mean, feet stuff is really popular. Um, so
0: you Anything like, to do with feet Hit the foot
1: no, um, or well that is like a, a thing feather, though. <laughs> or like a, fe-
0: a feather to the foot. <laughs> See, I don't know if it's a feather or a hammer. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> I love it. it. can be either. Um, but also <laughs> by foot stuff, I, I mean, people are interested in my feet. not oh, me God. Doing Oh, stuff that to makes their more feet. sense. Yeah. You're yeah, dominating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes yeah. more sense. Although you can do stuff, lots of stuff to feet. Like I've done like toe bondage, like painful toe bondage. I've done bastinado, which means like caning the bottoms of the feet. Yes, yeah, so you can. You can do it. Definitely happens both ways. But what is really popular is like people wanting content of my feet, and to be like dominated by like my feet.
0: Wow, hell! And are you on OnlyFans?
1: Um, no, I have. Um, I do custom content, so I don't okay. put up a lot of just like general content on a website. Though I do have a Patreon for my podcast, gotcha. which I do put a little bit of like fetish content on there because most people that listen to my podcast. No, I'm a sex worker. No, I also do the Lady Pim stuff. So I kind of, like, my Patreon, like, has bonus episodes, uh, like, for the Bed Post podcast. But it also has, like, some Lady Pim stuff on there, yeah, too. Yeah, you're
0: giving them what they want.
1: I know what they want.
0: <laughs> you're giving the people what they want. I'm
1: giving them their feet. Yeah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> All the feet. More feet that go. they could possibly need Yeah, <laughs> on the Pim Bed Post Patreon. And that's patreon.com slash the Bed Post show.
0: Wow, the way you came into that mic there sounded you. like you slid fully into like and a voice ad, uh, voice artist they would hire for an ad. That was perfect. That was literally perfect. <laughs>
1: do you do voice ads? Not at all. No, like the voice but I can work?
0: recognize them. I can recognize when I hear them. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a Patreon That's... for your podcast? I don't have a Patreon. I just haven't come around to making one. I'm a... I...
1: into it. Oh. Yeah,
0: I know. But here's the thing: is that. I'm making so I make videos. I make like funny clip videos for TikTok. Mm-hmm. I post some on my Instagram, and I cut podcast clips for Instagram, and then I put them and I and then I put all this stuff on YouTube. So I'm already doing all these things, right? That yes. I'm like so I don't want to add Patreon, and then think about oh now what's the premium content gonna? And then I'm like oh my yeah. god, I'm gonna lose my mind. I have too much.
1: I hear you. Yeah. However, you could also just do one tier. And it's just a donation tier. And you would be surprised how many people just want to give you a few bucks because they enjoy your podcast and you don't have to offer any content. I'm just putting that out there.
0: Wow. So just like you openly donate, you don't suggest an amount?
1: Correct. Yeah, you can. Well, open donate or it can be like five bucks a month, like ongoing five bucks a month just to donate. And people do it because they want to pay you for your content because it's hours put in. And if they yeah, listen I to your so podcast many hours regularly, yeah, my stuff. Yeah, me too, me I too. Just, um... Or I'll give you another option. This is a marketing meeting right now. Um, yeah, please. I'll give you another it. option where you don't have to do anything else. You can offer at a tier that they get early release to a pod- to an episode, and that's not you doing anything extra. Really, you're just ah. posting, giving it to them a few days early because they paid for it. Yeah. Just a thought. Hmm. Mhm, mhm. <laughs> I'm here to help. I-, I live to give.
0: But you know what? I feel like if you, <laughs> the, <laughs> my mind, I always but like break things down in my head like in the most like negative way. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, but but if then if they watch mm-hmm. the new the early release every week consistently, now <laughs> it's just on that same day again.
1: Well, and there no, you no, go. No, no, but you're so right. I That's literally the trick.
0: Knew, I've gone on. I've gone on it. And I was like, oh, I need to do this. And now that you've said that, you know what? That's actually just, that's good. I'll probably just make it and throw my stuff up there and see what happens.
1: Honestly, I guarantee that there are people that do want to pay you f- because they listen to your podcast regularly because they think you do- you're you an artist and they want to support you. Guaranteed.
0: Hell yeah. I mean, yeah. I'd love to think that, but also, you know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but also, I
1: mean, even an extra 50 bucks a month coming in yeah, off your yeah, Patreon yeah. is like a big no, help, no, especially right now, you know.
0: You're right. You know what it is? I have I still have this immigrant thing in me where it's like the this an observation I make is like if you ever get into an accident with this and not to be like anything, but just in general, like if you ever get into an accident with like a local in like, let's say, Toronto, you hit someone who grew up in Toronto
1: mm-hmm.
0: versus you hit a refugee who just got a car. hmm. Right. If you ever deal with an immigrant refugee, you see they always just they always just want to avoid the trouble. You know what I mean? Like even if they think they weren't in the wrong, they just want to avoid all the trouble. Right. I just, so I still, I have this little thing in me still that goes, oh, I don't I don't want to ask for money or whatever. But it's like, yo, you put in 60 hours a week into this stuff. What the fuck are you doing? You know, it's like it's like you someone has to tell you that. But I still have this thing of like, oh, yeah, don't make
1: trouble you yeah know like I mean? stay like, under the radar <laughs> yeah, yeah thing, right?
0: exactly exactly but you're right like people have told me this and uh, and i'm gonna do it but really what i want to build right now is my website i want to learn i want to make get the like this thing called like Webflow, which is like squarespace or whatever and just mm-hmm. kind of learn how to make and just to have the little project of building my, my website, which I think would be fun and like totally. cool, you know?
1: Totally. Especially right now, projects are, like, key to sanity.
0: <laughs> like, Yeah, exactly.
1: Ha- just doing these little things, like, honestly, me doing the podcast is, like, so helpful to me. Because, like, it's something productive. It's something I make a little bit of money off of. But also, it's kind of like social time. Because I don't have a lot of social time right now. So, like, just the fact I get to sit down with somebody is also a nice thing right now, mental health-wise
0: yeah I, every time I talk to somebody, especially uh people that don't uh come to the studio and per- like those are usually people in my circle that I know mm-hmm. it's always so eye opening you know and I had no idea that the community you work in exists in Toronto mm-hmm. or any of that stuff you know now it's like that's now now that's just something I'm aware of you know. Mm-hmm.
1: Let's take a moment to talk about our lovely sponsors, shall we? First of all, Oasis Aqua Lounge is a water-themed sex club located right here in Toronto at 231 Mutual Street. Oasis is inclusive of all genders and orientations and is shame-free when it comes to pleasure and play. Check them out at their website, OasisAquaLounge.com. Unicorn Collaborators is the local leather business of two queer unicorns. They specialize in luxurious and colorful harnesses for all body types, and even craft non-conventional ones for your thigh, fist, or foot. Check them out at their Etsy shop under Unicorn Collaborators. Lovecrafters Toys is a non-gendered fantasy sex toy line that makes weird and wonderful dildos in the shape of tentacles, unicorn horns, mermaid tails and more. Their high quality silicone is hand poured right here in Toronto. Check out their Etsy shop at Lovecrafters Toys. ComeAsYouAre.com is a trans-owned, trans-operated sex shop that also happens to be feminist and anti-capitalist. They carry only the best sex toys and want to give you the best price possible. Next time, use the coupon code BEDPOST, that's B-E-D-P-O-S-T, when checking out at ComeAsYouAre.com yeah
0: that's yeah. really cool
1: odds are you uh odds huh. are you know a sex worker someone already in your life is doing some type of sex work because we don't look one way uh sex work can mean so many different things you can be in like so many different like facets the cams, of sex the work. cam
0: stuff counts too yes definitely yeah. cam okay, stuff
1: yeah. phone sex uh anybody that's cre- i'm sure you have a friend that created an OnlyFans during the pandemic I'm sure you do. (laughs) Yeah,
0: you're probably right.
1: You know, selling content. Like, they're all different types of sex work. Um, And and I I like that. I kind of like that people are, like, doing sex work stuff, like, specifically. They're motivated to via the pandemic. I don't mean that, like, I like people are broke, so broke that they're turning to sex work. That's not what I mean. I mean that people... I mean that people are, like, more – that they're open to doing that. Like, they're like, oh, hey, like, I could use some help right now. Let's create an OnlyFans. I like that some people have that mindset that they aren't, like, really shamed out of doing something that could help them financially and could be fun, you know? Yeah.
0: Sometimes – the the sad part of it all is that sometimes money talks over all ideals. You know what I mean? So it's like you have all these people are like, ugh, you have an OnlyFans? And she's like, yeah, look – I'm paying my rent with it. They're like, "You're paying your what with what? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, like who now? I, what? What? No. Yeah. Tell
1: me. How do I? How do I? How would I? Just hypothetically.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like all the ba- like. Here's here's an example. Like I, uh, I joined the uh, the naval reserves when I was 17. Oh, then wow. and, and I was in the naval reserves for six years because uh, all I did was I just I was saving money for boot camp or for university. So I joined to make the money in boot camp. I would have never, if you told me from any point in my life that I would ever join the military, I'd be like, hell no. There's no way that would have happened. But at a time where I needed money and I'm like, there's, and and my school is coming up and it's expensive and I'm 17. And I find out that boot camp is nine weeks and they pay you $6,000. That's and, a big
1: money when you're 17.
0: And you live on the barracks and they feed you so you don't spend any of it. When you come out, you have it all. When yeah. I learned that, I was like, I did everything. I went to the recruitment center. <laughs> I literally joined the Navy, Aaron. You know what I mean? Like wow. And I was like, oh, I'll join and then I'll leave right away. That was my stupid idea. But the reality is like boot camp is like, it's like a cult breaking. You know, you know I don't want to be too aggressive about it. I'm not like anti this or that. I'm just saying like, They sleep deprive you so you can learn to... You're groomed. (laughs) You could be disciplined and groomed for the theater of war, right? Right. So by the end, I felt like I I went through such a thing with like... a I have a family. We graduate as a family almost, right? Yeah. I couldn't leave after that. So I was just in the reserves while I was doing engineering school for like five years. And then when I moved to the States, I couldn't train anymore. So I had to release. but So it was literally just like a five-year... Chapter where I would do training with the reserves on the weekends because reserves is literally how the Simpsons said it like it's some (laughs) weekends. It literally, uh, by the way, by the way, I grew up on the Simpsons and I love the Simpsons. So if that Navy episode, if Homer didn't join the Navy, I don't know if I would (laughs) have,
1: yeah, probably inspired so many people.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they're like Naval Reserves, yeah, just a couple weekends a month and the rest of the time you're drunk off your ass, you know. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> so
0: i I think the whole reason i brought that up was that like money talks you know oh, what i mean yes. like i i, I would i'd love to be ideal and say this and that but it's like once people like you're saying you have total freedom in keeping it as safe as you deem or like you you take on as much risk as you decide to take on
1: that yes so however however i've been doing it for years you, And I most certainly could not have done this, like, right away. And I do put in a shit ton of hours into marketing. Like, just on my Twitter, I'm posting, like, eight times a day, man. I have, like, a bunch of different platforms that I'm checking constantly. I'm checking, like, six different platforms constantly and getting back to people. Most are, you know, come into nothing, like... You know, most days I'm doing nothing. Some days are jam packed, and you just got to take it while it's there. Like it's not as, you know, ideal a scenario as it seems. Like I had to work a lot to get here, and I continue to work a lot. I think people, sex work is a thing, though, that people are like, oh, I can make money, like just taking pictures of my feet. Like let's do it, and it's like, oh no, it's so much more than that.
0: <laughs> yeah, you got to get the lighting right. You know, you gotta what get I mean? that Number ring light one. down yeah, on the floor. Exactly. <laughs> number one <laughs> now i know why it's at the floor yeah exactly. but yeah yeah everything seems easy like if it was everything seems easy at a glance and it's like if it was everybody would be doing it the, exactly the, like you, you equated
1: it to being like an independent artist you know it's very similar to that in that there's not a lot of money in it (laughs) especially uh, at first and and especially if you're not putting you know if you're not if you don't have good like pr skills and you don't know a lot about marketing and self-promotion promotion and branding like if you don't know any of that then you're just doing it to do for i don't know what maybe it's fun but (laughs) that's where it kind of ends Fuck! Now I'm
0: all that made me afraid. I'm like, do I know that stuff?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm doing. A, I'm like, yeah, I don't think I ever stopped to ask myself that question. Now that this whole Patreon thing's got me shook, and I'm shook. Oh God, let's end it now. Oh God,
1: a boss has left the chat.
0: Yeah. Um. No. <laughs>
1: No, actually, like when I look, I didn't know you're doing it for only a year, doing the pod for only a year. When I look at your social media, I, I'm like, oh, no, he's been in this game forever because it looks real professional. Not Thank joking. You. Not just I, paying lip service.
0: I put in a ton of work. I um, like I left an engineering career and I have an immigrant family that thinks I'm insane. Right.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: That I'm insane. So I and I really want to make a difference and I really know I have something. So I work really hard at it. But sometimes I really think I'm spinning wheels in some things and I'm like, I know. Later on, I'm going to realize where I'm spinning wheels, but I don't know where right now. And I'm afraid to stop. (laughs) Yeah, you you just
1: want to work. Like like... I
0: have the drive because Serb has financed like a renaissance for me that I've been able to make everything way better because I'm literally at home the whole time just getting Serb and creating.
1: Yeah, not spending any money. Same.
0: But uh, I'm not getting Serb though because I'm a sex worker. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, didn't, well, didn't you lose money? Because, you know, you can't dominate. Pe- oh, I, I guess you you had masks on before COVID, right? <laughs> uh, I don't do
1: in-person stuff. So it's all via the computer screen for the past oh. four months. Oh,
0: no, I meant before COVID.
1: Oh, before I was in person, yes.
0: Yeah, so I'm saying you lost work due to COVID.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. but uh, talking about being under the radar.
0: Aaron, you I'm lost not gonna... work due to COVID.
1: <laughs> I did, I did, but I can't apply to CERB because I don't yeah, want to yeah, be, yeah, like, yeah. on the grid.
0: Yeah, no, I got you. I got you. You know, so it's yeah. one of those things. You know, I feel like what you're doing is almost like you're almost like selling weed six years ago. It is. It's ago. A, it's you're like selling area. weed six years ago. Oh. You know what I mean? Yes, like it's, I do. It's <laughs> like a small amount of weed six years ago is Just what you're small about. amount. <laughs> yeah, you're not. No one is getting hurt. you you're 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 doing a service that has a high demand. Yep. And it's not legal yet, but it's but no one is out there looking, trying to bust people down for it right now because it's kind of like it's not hurting anyone. And, you know, in the future, they're going to legalize it so they can get in on that tax money. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it is. Of course, they're going to legalize it eventually.
1: Exactly. I mean, I want decriminalization. I don't want to be suddenly like monitored on how I conduct my sex work. Like, I don't need help from the government to make any changes to what I'm currently doing. I just want it decriminalized.
0: Yeah, exactly. The idea that you could send the video of someone about, um, like, of your feet, you, like, stroking your toe or something, mm-hmm. and and because they're using it, like, to jerk off, that's illegal, uh, technically? Mm-hmm. Is that what it is?
1: Like, <laughs> in a way uh, do i like, uh, like am doing I totally it via totally lost no 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 you're good you're good like doing it via a screen is actually technically not illegal like you can be oh, a it's cam only performer the stuff yeah exactly so like gotcha. you can cam, you can claim being a cam worker for instance like i get i get paper paychecks for my phone sex domination cuz i use i actually use a um, like platform a service for it yeah so i get paper checks for that which i do pay taxes on but damn in-person stuff um, <laughs> not i so feel much. like
0: an on paper th- uh pretty good explanation for what you do would be like a home visiting physiotherapist thank you like that, right <laughs> you know what i mean like you i'm come also in... a
1: bit of a regular therapist not gonna lie
0: <laughs> yeah like I like so you talk <laughs> to the people
1: i do constantly
0: <laughs> do some people pay you and just talk
1: yes oh my god yeah. most of my shit is just me talking yes I had a client what? that lost a pet earlier this week, and I was, like, <laughs> coaching him through that. I have another client that deals with a lot of anxiety and a lot of self-doubt and a lot of confidence issues. I'm helping him with that. I have another person that has had a lot of trauma in his life, and um, I just kind of, he likes company and to have, like, a source of positivity in his life. I do that. It looks a lot of different ways, sex work.
0: Very cool.
1: Yeah, it's not always just genital-based stuff.
0: There's a whole world out there I have no idea about.
1: It's true. You're yeah. just being opened up, cracked wide open right now.
0: Imagine at the end, you're like, oh boss, that's been great." And then I go, "Can can I book a session with you?" <laughs> you're like, "We're we're still live." What? What, are you doing? <laughs> what? No, of
1: course that was a joke, though. I hate feet. I hate feet. <laughs> I hate feet, but I love to be dominated by them. Um, (laughs) So tell me, Abbas, what was the impetus behind starting your podcast?
0: When I was in high school in London, I told you like really high population of um, like uh, local white people. So the high school I went to all the it was near a subsidized neighborhood called Limberlost. And a lot of the kids who went there were like, you know, like from refugee parents or this or that. But anyways... There was one corner of the first floor where all the, like, immigrants would hang out. Okay. And just (laughs) between classes, people who had spares would hang out there. You know what I mean? It was like the general hangout. Okay. And it was just like an empty area. They later put couches in. Uh, <laughs> when they realized, yeah, like once the yeah, once the generation, yeah, no, no, once the cha- the generation changed and the immigrants no longer hang out there, they're like,
1: this is usable space now. Oh my god! <laughs> let's put,
0: let's put in Herman Miller. Oh <laughs> okay. But uh, but anyways, so everyone called that section the, the immigrant section.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Everyone, just, everyone, I mean, just not amazing. It. Yeah, wasn't really. Like, no, no, no. Like everybody, would, everybody would call it, and yeah,
0: I wouldn't be mad. It's like, yo, there's. Half the people aren't speaking English when you walk by. Right. <laughs> it's, literal, it's visible immigrants.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I get it.
0: It's not like a racist or anything thing. It's, we call it that. They call it that. It is that. Wow. But anyways, so I just wanted to start a podcast. And to be really, really honest with you, when I started the podcast, what I really wanted, what every comedian should have a podcast. It's just, it just goes hand in hand with what we do as comics. Yeah, Totally. But me being some little scrub amateur comic in Toronto, I'm like, my name has no weight. I need a thing. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, I have all these conversations. I went to end. I have all these experiences uh, with immigrants. when we have these sick conversations. Let's I'll call it that from the immigrant section from from band thing, from the high school I went to. And at the beginning, it was like, yo, you know, come on and do this or that. Uh, tell me, but now it's really, I just wanted a podcast, right? So, <laughs> I I, mean, sometimes yeah. I have white, I have white guests on that are like, like one time I had a, a I had a Filipino, my buddy's Filipino. He's a comedian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, right before the podcast goes live, he's like, yo, bro, I was born in Toronto. You yeah, know I'm not right? an
1: immigrant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you should see And what I have white people on. It'll be like. Uh, it'll be like, bro, like, my, like they have their grandparents' Irish story ready, cocked and ready. You know what I mean? I'm just like, fuck, I don't, I don't care don't about want, that. Yeah, <laughs> literally, I was ra- I was wrapping up the podcast like a uh, like a couple episodes back with my friend jamie He's a white comedian, and he's like, and he just wanted to. Tell like, he's like, what? I had my immigrant story. I'm you're, like, oh no, no yeah, you're he, he lit. He literally said, bro, but wait, I had an immigrant story. I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay all right, go for it.
1: <laughs> Give me your it, quote unquote yeah, yeah. immigrant. It was funny, no, it was
0: funny. I'm not mad at him at all. It was hilarious, but I just love that he didn't beat around the bush and he said, hey, I you forgot to j- do my immigrant story. I'm like, okay, do it now.
1: That. You got f- 2 minutes. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Yeah, literally I
1: was wrapping it up. All right. Thanks for. <laughs> so would you say that your like your podcast is like more comedians hanging out or like what are what, my- what's the percentage of immigrant stuff of comedy stuff and anything else that you you might kind of think- do on a regular basis?
0: Literally, I have no agenda any episode. No. OK, awesome. I've never had I've never had points to talk about. I've never I don't we do don't, that either. Yeah, I don't have any of that stuff. Yeah. So I just go live at the beginning. I was like, OK, let me ask this. Let me ask. Bring up the immigrant thing. I kept steering it back into that. Yeah. But a lot of the people that we we're having regular conversations, they may be immigrants. They came here seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, 10, 11, whatever. But we're having a a lot of similar conversations to our peers, you know? So I was like, let me just, if it's going to default or like if it's going to diverge to one of these conversations, let me not try to always steer it back to be like, so did you get beat as a kid Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you know what i mean
1: no but i got beaten as an adult yeah oh there you go have you heard of lady pym she has great feet
0: find her link below yeah Yeah. yeah. patreon.com right slash yeah.
1: the bit pusher yeah. oh. <laughs> that's nice i mean i do erotica i do audio erotica i know how uh, yeah. to move in on a mic okay and talk softly and breathfully.
0: <laughs> can you can you give me, like, the most heated way of saying he looked at her bosom? Or or he gazed at her bosom? Give it to me, like, this is, like, it's gonna happen.
1: He gazed at her bosom. I mean, you're clearly not a writer. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. He what gazed th- at her bosom. <laughs> yeah, damn it. Describe the bosom. Give me an adjective about the bosom.
0: The... uh. T-tasteful? Tasteful. <laughs> <ability>? <laughs>
1: Subscribe to my Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ready? Yeah. He gazed at her tasteful bosom.
0: Oh damn! Oh, longingly.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm half hard right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got a chub <laughs> Do
0: I? Are you gonna bill me for that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I get a, you an, a, a voice in the mouth
1: oh yeah I, I I sent your link to join this recording session so I have your email uh, I will be
0: <laughs> you're killing me <laughs>
1: yeah but like um yeah that's and actually that's something I do for the patreon because I do like, Bonus episodes of the podcast, but I was like, oh, let's stick with the audio thing. I like, I'm a writer. So actually, I like go back into like old erotica stories I've written and just record audio versions and put those up.
0: What's the key to erotica? Is it the pacing? It's pacing, isn't it?
1: Of audio erotica? Yeah, it's like, yeah, it for sure is just like letting all the words sink in before moving on. It's like being, like, you gotta like visualize it while you're talking about it. And you've got to just let the visual, like, let the image sink in. So, yeah, it's, like, slower. It's drawn out.
0: Do, and do you do voice exercises right before you start a voice session? Like the Q-E-R-U-E-Q-Q-Q-Q-E-R-Q-E-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R <laughs> 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 Yeah, I literally one time my agent, uh, so I'm in acting, and she got me a voice audition, which I've never had. Yeah. So I start YouTubing how to prep for voice audition, right? You know what (laughs) what I mean?
1: Because you know, because you're an authority on it now. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. I have one (laughs) audition. I have (laughs) have one audition. And then after that, for, like, two episodes of my podcast before I went live, I was like, Q E A U, And then I realized I, st- I cut it out. I, I, had it, I had no business doing voice work at all to begin with.
1: You know what? I actually had an agent for acting, like, way, way long ago. And they also kind of same thing happened to me. They sent me to one voice audition and one voice audition only. <laughs> yeah.
0: No other opportunities came.
1: I was reading everything, like this.
0: All the directors have their clipboards over their laps. They're like, "All right, okay, just a, maybe a um, is it hot no, in here? Oh God!
1: Uh, no, that's fine. Yeah, that's that's, that's good. We'll call no, we, we'll you. Yeah, we'll contact you. you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, we
0: we'll, we'll reach out. He's like, sir, would you like to get up and see the footage? No, it it looks no, good from here. Yeah, I can see it. Uh, just angle the monitor good. slightly. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. i can lean i can lean over it's good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no i just I, sometimes i think i have a decent voice but my one buddy max uh max sheldrick who i used to make funny videos with check out plus time comedy on youtube plus Time uh, Comedy. he's got amazing voice work so i realized like oh like this is a thing that like he's been, he's been doing voices. He's like, like in the bathroom, like all. He's got life. range. Yeah, and I never did that stuff. I just got this audition and thought I was the shit for a second because I did <laughs> <Q-E-O>. <laughs> I literally had it written on a whiteboard. I, I had a little whiteboard over my computer. That I used to motivate myself, and I had it written on there: Q E A U. Q E A O.
1: Why is there a Q at the beginning? <laughs> Clearly, it's a vowels exercise. Why is it? Yeah, no,
0: no, no. Q because it stretches out your mouth and and uh, jaw in the most range when you say Q E A U.
1: (laughs) Say that a little slower and lower and breathier.
0: Q, E, A, U. And now you're ready to record.
1: <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so, um, do you ever talk about sex in your comedy or on your show?
0: Uh, sex comes up here and there on the show for sure. And we just talk about it. But I feel like it doesn't go as deep as it'll go here.
1: <laughs> on the see, post. see, you've learned. You've learned to yeah. make sex puns. <laughs> I've done <Yeah>. my job. <laughs> Yeah, I feel good about He's this. ready,
0: yeah. You just turn to like a producer and you nod right now. He's ready. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I really wish I could get you that that copy of that Harry Potter I got. I...
1: Oh, I'm very interested to see who fooled the hell out of you <laughs> with yeah. this erotica fanfic star.
0: Keep in mind, I read all the other books too. So... That's so funny, uh, It made me, it it really, if anything, I learned about (laughs) just the level of depth that fans can get into. It really made me learn about human subculture and psychology more than (laughs) anything else. Think about it. It was 750 pages so convincingly written in her style and poll. Like, you know what yeah. I mean?
1: And the nuances of the characters yeah, is exactly. all right. It's all it correct. It all
0: lined up historically with all the other six books. <laughs> wow. Somebody had a serial, serial killer style, like, wall at their house with pictures con- connected <laughs> yeah, the with string. red string and shit. <laughs> the yeah. fans who put this shit together, I'm telling you, just the sex was the sex was hot and it was often. You know what I mean? <laughs> wands wands were being used in ways never used in the other six books
1: i got to get a hold of this just for yeah. inspiration just for like artistic inspiration i'm like oh that's what i need that's the bar
0: <laughs> i'm sure it's out there i'm sure it has it has it was such an effort it has to be out there
1: yeah <laughs> yeah like to think that that wasn't published in any way is like a travesty you know well they
0: they had they had the they they had the like in the pdf yeah the um, the actual cover of the book So <laughs> They They had the cover And the preface And all that stuff So you thought You were getting the actual book Like I'm it was It had a little It was a little nefarious You know what I mean
1: Oh yeah Okay just They were a trying little
0: to <laughs> just, They were trying to Weasel in they were try- I don't know What the fuck was up Why can't you just own it <laughs> 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 and the download was written as the book. The download was the book, and the front cover was as, a, like, I'm like, oh, this has to be the
1: book. I can't. This is so funny. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm in literally the, vil- the, like, in the in, the, in the house, literally in the villages of Sudan, just w- reading this fan fiction Harry Potter. Like, Jesus, <laughs> this is... Exactly. I yeah i keep i keep going to the bathroom to read this <laughs> i'm like i'm going to the bathroom now to read
1: i gotta take a long bath
0: <laughs> yeah <exactly. laughs> really
1: long bath oh my god okay we um unfortunately we should be wrapping up the podcast um oh has it been that long oh, i know yeah. wow. i know it's uh, this has been oh. fun really fun talking with you i can see how your podcast has just been so successful and
0: wait who said that are people saying that everyone is (laughs) saying that who's saying that (laughs) everyone (laughs) because the numbers are
1: nuts
0: (laughs) 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 the numbers tell a different story Aaron.
1: (laughs) Uh, honestly i do i do really enjoy your podcast and i'm saying that it's it's a huge success as far as i'm concerned
0: (laughs) awesome i appreciate that hell yeah but i like uh i love your interview style too
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I, th- I feel like it's not dissimilar to yours, like, right? Because you have like a kind of a lax kind of conversation style, everything happening as well, right? Yeah, yeah
0: exactly. Like I said, no. it's just, just kind of
1: jam, and yeah, yeah.
0: But I, can I ask this? Have you had? Have you had guests where, like, you're really <laughs> early into the hour where you realize, oh, this is gonna be like a little bit of a battle.
1: Like to have them talk about sex or or or, it's like, or just listen. like they're not. Yeah, they're not vibing with conversation at all. Yes, Sometime,
0: Yeah, I've had that. Yeah. Sometimes I'll have on my thing where it's like someone doesn't want to make the mistake of uh, belittling <laughs> anyone or anything. So they're just so, not saying anything. So it's just like they're constantly blocking like, oh, I didn't say that. Or like they just they're not saying anything. They're just constantly blocking. It's just like your, oh your God, offers. Yeah, and they're just here to say the totally squeaky, unhateable. Uh, I'm just like, oh, I'm I mean, forty minutes left.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what time? Ta- how much? Oh god. I'm how saying I'll do like an I'm... hour
0: and ten, but I'm. Uh, but when you realize that early, it's very. I don't know if you. <laughs> I don't know what you do. You you probably just call it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know what? This is a hard limit for me.
0: <laughs> and then send a bill with a picture of a foot on it. I gotta
1: go. <laughs> like you're better as a client than as a podcast guest yeah
0: i bet Um, you're writing you always (laughs)
1: leave footnotes (laughs) (laughs) on that note uh do you want to tell people where they can find your podcast and where they can follow you on social media and whatnot and your youtube as well
0: yeah for sure uh the immigrant section all the immigrant section on all the things Yep. It's uh you know Apple, Spotify, YouTube has the full videos. Type in the immigrant section, or just search my channel's Abbas Wahab, A B B A S W A H A B, and I'm on that at Abbas Wahab on Instagram, at TikTok, same thing, and uh, yeah, just just check out the check out the YouTube page. I have some stand up on there too, or really listen to the immigrant section. I've got Amazing. a lot. but I've got like 64 episodes out now.
1: Woohoo! Congrats.
0: I appreciate you so much for having me on oh my god me too super fun
1: it has been i'm so i'm so actually pleased to connect with you this has been so lovely um so what's the shit i have to say i'm not gonna say the patreon because i've already said it 14 times um can you
0: please call this episode price match
1: (laughs) price match that dick Uh, (laughs) (laughs) will you please price match this dick for me (laughs) will you please price match this dick for me
0: uh just when i'm done helping this person yeah just a <laughs>
1: yeah. <second>. <laughs> <laughs> that's a
0: very sexy voice but you're gonna have to, to you're gonna, have to, me, you're gonna have to bear with <laughs> me miss. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> social distancing love, that.
0: love the voice though i do love the
1: voice <laughs> thank you um at the bedpost podcast on instagram since we talked about a lot of dominatrix shit, I'm at the Lady Pim one on Twitter and I'm Lady on Instagram. I always like to give a shout out to the person that does all the original music for my podcast that is Stephanie Copeland. You can find out more about her at stephcopelandmusic.com. Other than that, another huge thank you to you a boss. This has been so so freaking fun.
0: Thanks so much and I took a drink of water. <laughs> but uh... <laughs> thanks for having me on I appreciate it this has actually been hilarious Uh, I hope hope this COVID stuff wraps up soon so we can get (sighs) back to it right
1: totally get back to those in person foot sessions Uh, yeah yeah.
0: (laughs) that's where the bread and butter is right
1: (laughs) (laughs) thank you to everybody who's been listening we'll have uh, another fantastic episode with another fun and sexy guest here on the Bedpost Podcast talking about sex and sexuality bye
0: bye